Oh, my God. You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. This is What's Shaking with Lakin. Come on in, get settled, and enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to What's Shaking with Lakin. That quote is from one of my favorite actresses, Miss Jennifer Coolidge and the movie Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. And every time 4th of July comes around, that quote immediately pops up in my head. So it was very fitting to add to the show. All right, so we made it through the 4th of July. You know how I said, you know, I'm I'm just taking the weekend off. I'm not, I don't tell anybody I'm booked for the 4th of July. That way I can just slide under the radar and have fun with my friends. And <laughs> yeah, I got found out real quick that I was available. Uh, first, I was supposed to go to a friend's party on the 3rd. That got canceled because <laughs> they called me to play. I spent the weekend playing at Plant Riverside, which the Plant Riverside is an old power plant. It's been there since 1912. You've probably heard me say this a thousand times on River Street. It sat vacant probably about 30 years before uh, Kessler and J.W. Marriott purchased it. And another, I think that place took like six years to build. And um, they have coined themselves the Entertainment District of Historic Downtown Savannah. And they aren't lying about what they do. They had all kinds of events this weekend from live music to live painting to the Savannah Bananas Band to Cirque Savannah uh, 4th of July show to mini golf, to rooftop parties, to, 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 there was just a lot going on this weekend and we weren't on the list for 4th of July and comes to find out someone from corporate asked why weren't we there? So they made a time slot for us on Saturday. We were supposed to play like 1130 to one o'clock. Cool. No biggie. Now, earlier this week, I was looking at the, the, um, temperature and the climate for the weekend I was like ooh, this forecast isn't looking good it's gonna rain but I'm like we're under the tent we're gonna be fine it never rained on Saturday but when I got there at 11 when I got there at 10 30 on Saturday I came out of the parking garage and looked at the little grassy amphitheater area that's where we were playing and the only downside was they did not put a scope to cover the stage for the band and when I say we look like little raisins in the sun it was so hot like I literally tanned on one side of my body (laughs) it was hot enough that electronics malfunctioned in the band uh the people wanted to enjoy us but those plastic seats they were sitting on were just too hot it was painfully unbearable to perform but we knocked it out we got out the way and I knew the next day that we were playing that we were going to be in the pavilion so I just made consistent apologies to everyone and say hey come back tomorrow and see us we're playing from 6 30 to 9 come back and see us again um after that I hung around the plant for a bit see what's happening ran into some friends and I was like you know what 
I'm going to get in the pool here. So I, you know, pulled my strings. You know, I can do that. And uh, came back and got in the compass pool. And it was pretty cool. You know, um, it was a vibe. It, it, was a, it wasn't the biggest pool. It wasn't the smallest. But it was enough to make you feel comfortable. Their, their compass lounge, pool and lounge at Plant Riverside is solely for the guests of the hotel. And um, it is located in the Atlantic hotel on the property and they have some amazing views of the river so at, at sunset it's gorgeous to just leave the pool and go look out across the river and see the Weston and see the rest of river street down to eastern wharf it, it it's a moment it's a moment to be had <laughs> it is definitely a moment to be had and um once i left there I went downstairs, hung around. Um, some friends were playing in another band. I was out of Charleston. I talked to them as they were setting up. And when they started, some friends called me to come to another bar, which on the property, there's this magical place called Myrtle and Rose. And it gives Bridgerton. It gives Alice in Wonderland. It gives all of the things that you would expect in a winter. A summer garden party they even have um a checkered grass pad for chess and they have these wired large life scale um chess pieces that you can play chess there they have amazing rockers once the sun went down that place was amazing and i just sat there and rocked and drank cherry cokes because the night before we kind of drank a good bit and that day I was like, I have to stay decently sober to play the next day. <laughs> so we stayed there and then I went back downstairs when my friends were leaving to watch the last drop of the band. And um, from there I went on home to get some rest and slept in the next day, came back, getting ready to play our gig. And um, it was pretty busy on, on Sunday the 3rd and we played at the tent. So the regular performing stage is between District Seafood and District Barbecue, which are two great outdoor restaurants that are on the property at Plant Riverside. And it's covered. I don't have to worry about heating to death. Well, I take that back. We sweat like a dogs. <laughs> if dogs could sweat, that's hard, how hard we sweat. I decided to wear this cute little tropical piece. You know, I was feeling real good and I had this short skirt on and I look, looking back at my videos, I realized how big my butt is. <laughs> but once we started playing, people kind of like stopped and they, they rocked with us, but there was another band playing on the other side too, but other people started filling into the tents. We had a great time. Um, Unfortunately, we had to stop briefly to playing. Once we went on break, I remember seeing a girl. She like leaned across the bar and then she sort of rocked back. And I don't know, something about her looked weird. And um, the next thing I know, like she fell off the bar stool. All you hear is a thud of her. She hit her head and she she went into a seizure and fell off the bar stool, which was very unfortunate. And I really hope and pray that she's okay. Um, but to kind of bring the crowd back and everybody's getting antsy while their music was happening. We started back with some, you know, softer music. Then we started ranking up. Um, paramedics finally showed up and we had to stop again just so they can get her stabilized and get her out of there. But once they, they got her out, she was alert and everything, which is such a blessing. Um, we revved back up and we played 
and then we we thought we were done and we did our encore pieces and then the plant was like oh you can't stop now can you play this time we'll pay you extra cool let me just take a 20 because it's played an hour and 15 straight uh you know in that time the the crowd sort of thinned out quickly but it was it was really fun seeing waves of people and i have some really good footage well you just see me singing but the crowd was just absolutely incredible and um i went on to sit on stage for another hour after finishing the this gig because it was so damn hot you know i really need some shorts that wicker up sweat it was it <laughs> I got very self-conscious because I wore the skirt. Usually I wear pants, but pants shrink on you when you're when you're outside. And s- rolls of sweat were just rolling down my thighs. <laughs> so disgusting. And I had this crop shirt on and I could just feel the beads of sweat rolling from my my back down my skirt and I called myself wearing some very thin underwear to help, you know, not contain as much heat that didn't help everything was soaked i sweated through my bra i sweat underwear i had sweat stains on my on my outfit it was just a hot sweaty mess and then everybody wants to come up to you and talk to you thankfully now i don't have to carry business cards with me because i have qr codes on um on this resin stand that they can tip us they can go to our website and we got like three wedding inquiries that night which is really good I, i i will take that as a win um and it was it was just overall a great night and let's talk about my 4th of July okay so the actual 4th of July day i slept in slept amazing still you know rearing from the events of the weekend I woke up, got dressed, went to see a friend whose party I was supposed to go to. I just popped up because I was like, you know, I'm heading out to the landings. Let me just stop by and show my face. So I talked to her for a while. After that, I went to the landings to their 4th of July party. And it's it's one I, it was quite spectacular, must I say. Uh, The landings is a huge private gated community here in Savannah on Skidaway Island. And they asked me to come out and sing the national anthem at nine o'clock for fireworks which I'm like cool you know I was I was invited as a guest and I could bring my friends with me so my friend Justin's like oh well you know it's just gonna be some food trucks and some bouncy houses I was like oh okay awesome you know so I get there (laughs) it's Way more than I calculated, which I should have known it was going to be extra because I've played the landings at many events and it's never low key. And I get there. It's on a different side. It's in, it's at Deer Creek. (laughs) I get there and there are thousands, it seems like, of golf carts everywhere like everybody's driving up you know people who were from the main part of the landings they drove over in their cars or rode over the bridge in their golf carts so everybody has golf carts galore and I it was a long I probably walked a mile to get to the DJ booth and it looked like the damn fair it they had the the swings that spin they had bouncy houses galore there were there was a foam pit that I really wanted to get in, but I'm like, mm, you gotta think about kids. 
kids, germs. I'm good. <laughs> no, no, no foam, no foam pit for me. And all these families are out there just picnicking and they had a DJ out there. They had like several food trucks and Justin was like, oh yeah, this is just a, on a small scale. And you're just like, wow, like this is literally the life. Like these people pay these high ass association fees to get stuff like that. Now everything they do out there isn't free, but the 4th of July is just one that they, they provide and you just, you know, cash bar, food trucks you pay for, um, you got to sign the waiver for the kids to be able to get onto the inflatables and, and amusement rides because people like to keep their jobs. And there's also a thing we love to call liability, which let me reference back to Plant Riverside, <laughs> two of their big liabilities that did not fare well with me was, number one, they didn't have a cover for us, and number two, they didn't have stairs for us. So they had, like, blocks of um, gear cases that they expected me to step up onto to get onto the stage. (sighs) You know, I could talk all day about stuff people don't think about that is very fundamental to the band, but we're not here to talk about that today. We'll talk about that another time. So we're going to put a pin in that and come back to it later. But back to the landings, it was nice. You know, I sung the national anthem. As soon as I was done, the party, well, the party started at five. I got there around six-ish and around nine. 10 I sang the national anthem soon as I finished and ended with um the last note fireworks started immediately it was cool you know I've seen better fireworks but I mean this was a free event for families and it was 20 minutes and they played um some some patriotic songs and I just want to take a quick dive into one song I was listening to in particular so the patriotic music is playing and the first song they play is and i'm proud to be an american my jam i love that song whoever wrote that um really took their time writing it and really brought in the whole depth of loving our beautiful yet problematic country and i know that song from days of show choir and chorus and i sing it with my eyes closed and rocking side to side um this was the dj had a playlist and it's called usa patriotic songs but the songs were a lot of country songs but i was expecting a lot of you know god bless america um military fanfares that's just me when i think of fourth of july but this playlist had a lot of uh country songs on it but there are some great patriotic country songs as well and then you can't forget the you know neil diamond <laughs> but this song that they played i had to shazam it because i was like hmm, this sounds hella problematic the song is called where i come from it's by a country artist named montgomery gentry and his album's called rebels on the run whatever you know i'm from south georgia rebels everybody's a rebel down that way and you're like whatever but (laughs) the first line of the song is don't you dare go running down my little town where i grew up and i won't cuss your city lights if you ain't ever took a ride around and cruise right through the heart of my town anything you say would be a lie okay cool uh then it talks about dirt roads preachers and cowboy hats blah 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 rocket old man in a rocking chair yada yada you're like okay cool southern southern living humble beginnings and um another part says where i come from there's a couple boys fighting in the parking lot nobody's gonna call the cops where i come from see that door right there man i swear it ain't never been locked and i could tell you it never will 
And another line a few verses down says, where I come from, the pine trees are singing a song of the South. Oh, boy. That's when I'm just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. The, some of these country songs can be very problematic because it gives me very um, stomp my flag, I'll stomp you. Uh, you know, some of y'all barely got through high school, but you... You you have all these viewpoints of the world and you protect your family at all costs, blah, 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 blah. Yet your ignorance literally keeps us behind. But I digress. You know, everybody has their own way of celebrating America. I, and I don't knock it. But I just feel that now we are such a melting pot that there should be so many different genres and dedications of patriotic songs. And um, we should just have those those playing more you know I just feel it's it's time it's time to get creative and and I really and really you know talk about being a true American but speaking of patriotic songs and living the American dream I recently started watching this show called the Gordita Chronicles and it's about this family that moves to Miami in 1985 and they're from the Dominican Republic and everyone's like, we're moving to, you know, they're moving to Miami. They're going to buy a house that has a pool. They want the manicured lawn and they're going to live the American dream. Now, mind you, this family, you know, you have the the husband, the wife, and it's two girls. They live the life in the Dominican Republic. You know, they have a nice, huge house. They have all these great things at their disposal and lots of family, but they want more. They want to give the girls the American dream life because that's what's just been sold repeatedly and they're going to live it. So they end up in um, uh, Miami and the dad's goes to work for this airline company in marketing and promotions and he got an advancement of his first check and he's like wait this check isn't this isn't what I this isn't what we discussed and she was like oh yes it is this is taxes <laughs> taxes took out mostly the check that you requested so they're kind of like putting their American dream on pause and they're living in an apartment so the first apartment they lived in was just like oof but finally they got to an area where there were more Latinas around them and the the star of the show um her character name is Cuckoo and she is this cute chubby seventh grader who is just a larger than life in personality and everything she does. And it just, and she's just discovering how America is very different, how much she has to learn and how the American dream could be delayed. Or maybe you are living the dream, but it's just not on your terms, but it's a really cute comedy that is on HBO max. And I highly recommend you watch it because they are super Dominican Republic and I am here for it. Um, another show I've been watching lately is Evil. Oh my God, Evil is getting so good. And I talked about it last week, but this week's episode was very interesting. Um, it, it And it makes me wonder how much stuff is being hidden or held back from us that we don't know out there in the realm. I don't believe a lot in paranormal, but I believe something exists. Something has to exist for us to be able to talk about it as much as we do. And I don't know. I feel like Catholics are very weird to me, and they I've, sometimes I feel they're on another plane that we don't. Me as a Baptist doesn't exist on. <laughs> but this show is 
pretty awesome and um, had some interesting viewpoints from science to religion and just trying to debunk the myths that are out there. Uh, P Valley this weekend. Oh, my goodness. We took a deeper dive into Mississippi Keyshawn into her life. And it was just you. You don't know how to feel uh, for her because this girl has been love bombed by her boyfriend and her family turned her back against her. Now, it didn't go into what happened to her mom, but her dad is a sick piece of shit, you know, um, and he turned his back on his daughter like the girl was grew up upper class. And oh, my goodness. And the stepmother is just evil. It's like a it's like a um, Bayou Cinderella story of her. And Derek, I just hope somebody gets his ass soon. Uh, she's ruined that relationship with Diamond. Diamond tried to handle it, but she didn't want to, you know, I think she felt that she owed him all the success she has so far to give to Derek and that poor baby. I just felt so bad. I hope her kids don't get taken for her, from her. And, you know, even with the promoter, how he acted the way he did and Wody had to step in to handle the business. But Wody also had to protect himself first and then Keyshawn and Lil Murder. It's just so much happening. But if you're not watching P-Valley on Stars, I highly suggest you check it out. Uh, airs every Sunday. Uh, awesome. Amazing. There's a lot of peeing in the show. I mean, <laughs> Rome came out of that, that robe and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Goodness. My, oh my. <laughs> but yeah, that <laughs> gotta love stars we are definitely in a new age of tv i mean even at 36 i'm there's scenes i'm just like clutching my pearls like oh my god did you see and i'm home by myself jesus christ i need life and while we're talking about great watches did anybody watch usher's tiny desk i love that man you know i will be honest i went to see usher last summer in Vegas and we flew in that Friday to see Bruno and we went to see Usher the next night now me I've been riding with Bruno a long time you know what I'm saying I think I got out of Usher for a minute because when I lived with four guys one of our one of my roommates I just talked about Usher all the fucking time and I was like I am so tired of listening to of hearing about ushers if I have to hear about confessions once again and why this album's better than this album comparing this to that usher 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 I was just like okay I'm done I can't listen to any more usher even though when usher came out the gate I loved usher and one of my favorite songs by him is here I stand that is my favorite favorite usher tune which he didn't do in Vegas but I'm gonna do another um take on Vegas in another episode but once I watched his show in Vegas, it just brought back so many memories of my favorite Usher tunes. It brought back so many memories of growing up listening, like literally growing up with Usher. It feels like, you know, he was, he's a few years older than me, but um, so good, like so, so good. And I'm also obsessed with watching Usher roller skate. It is the best thing. It's so therapeutic to me. I <laughs> I can't explain why I'm so obsessed with this man roller skating. But, and I feel that he has evened out as an adult. I thought he was strange looking when he was younger, but now he's a, he's a grown ass man. I'm like, 
you know. <laughs> but his Tiny Desk is very amazing. His band is spectacular. His backup singers are awesome. And I I just stand for it. And it's just one of the best Tiny Desks I watch. I put it up there with my... Um, with Snow Allegra's Tiny Desk and also like Kirk Franklin's At Home Tiny Desk. I love watching a lot of NPR Tiny Desks because it's very stripped, very raw. And you you, you feel a, a connection with the artists as they strip down their songs and, and um, sing them to, to you on YouTube or whatever, wherever you watch it. And I, I've watched it quite a bit and I need to do another deep dive into his, to that, tiny desk again but yeah definitely check that out usher's tiny desks now available on youtube i'm sorry if during this recording you hear random bouts of thunder it's technically not thunder i have new neighbors upstairs and they sound like 500 pound sumo wrestlers and i met the guy the other night because i don't know tell me if i'm being petty so one night around 3.30 in the morning, all I heard is boom, boom, boom. Like literally everything on my shelves are shaking because it sounds like he is just taking dives into the floor. I let him live. I didn't say anything. You know, I was like, they're just moving in. I'm going to give them a minute. And I said, maybe he's exercising, but I don't hear like iron, like the, the weightlifting bars dropping on the ground. So... 30 minutes later, it's like, boom, 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 boom. I got my happy ass up, took my makeup off, pulled my hair back, and I went outside and walked around to their side door, banging on the door like the police. And it got quiet. And then, then I banged again. I was like, what the fuck is happening up here? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, uh, I just, uh, a bat got in the house. I said, a bat? This is not made a damn sense. You were shaking shit on my walls. Like, can you calm that down? I'm sorry, man. It's not going to happen again. I said, do you need a broom? Oh, no. Um, I think I got him out. You know, my dog went crazy. Yada, yada. I said, it made no fucking sense that you out here acting like this. <laughs> That's not like somebody's mama. <laughs> I promise. Well, you know, I'm James. It's nice to meet you. And I was like, okay, well, I, I just need you to calm it down, sir. And also, before I go. <laughs> I said, stop smoking fucking weed in your house. It is sifting into my apartment. You have two porches. Pick one. <laughs> now, mind you, they do have they have a nice front porch. The French doors open to the porch. And then they have a back porch that's screened in. There's no excuse for you to peacefully smoke your weed outside. I don't care if you smoke weed. Just don't smoke it in here because my shit it smells my apartment up. The struggle. But they, he walks with his heels. And he's not a big guy. He just walks sloppy. I don't know, maybe because I'm just a light treader that it just irritates me all the time. But that's the glory of having upstairs neighbors. And I will continue to be petty until they give me reason not to. If you haven't noticed, this week's episode is kind of all over the place because I have literally been working <laughs> all last week and I had enough banter to just get through an episode my my goal is to post every week and that's what I'm going to do sometimes it'll be just me talking about life and things I go through sometimes I'll bring people on sometimes I'll have a more detailed show sometimes it'll be a little bit of this a little bit of that and you know why because that's that's 
it. You got to find out what's shaking with me, right? That's the only way you'll know. Now, let's move into the dating portion of the show. Now, as I always say, my dating life is shit. It doesn't exist. It's not existent. I've tried to to date on the um on the socials, you know, dating websites and I've got some interesting people who like hit me up. For instance, let me go to one of my messages. This guy was really random. So, this one guy he said, "Hey." I said, "Hello." He said, how are you? He said, I'm great. How are you? He said, well, question, where are you located? Mind you, on the profile, says Savannah. Savannah, he said, likewise, love. Well, Hinesville, if you know where that's at. Never heard of it. You know, I said, oh, yes, I know where that is. He said, okay, dot, dot, dot. So why are you single? I said, LOL, do I, do you think I shouldn't be? Like, I'm a musician. I work a lot. He's like, oh, I work as well. You know, what is, what's your Facebook name so we can chat? And I gave him my name on Facebook. And then he's like, I tried looking up your name. I couldn't find you. And I gave him my name again. And I still haven't heard from him. <laughs> Whatever. And, you know, well, usually once he decides to, like, reach out, I, I have already blocked him. Or I had somebody give me, um, what did this guy say? They just say random things. Oh, like one guy was trying to judge me on what I drink. He said, oh, well, what do you like to drink? I said, oh, yeah, I like a good bourbon. He's like, eh, it's okay. I said, <laughs> I'm quick. I said, I take it you like tequila. And he's like, oh, you trying to call me out? I was like, no, it's just obvious. He's like, I do like dark tequila. I said, that was easy. I was going to call him a Casamigo ho, but I was like, I just don't want to come off very um, harsh. <laughs> but it happens to the best of us. And, you know, I found a very trippy date. So uh, under in Reddit, there's a portion called Dating Hell. And I was like, okay, I need a really good one for this week since I didn't have much to talk to just to fill time in. Let's see what we can find. So the subject is called, yes, swingers can have horrible dates too. Let's get into it. A little backstory first. Please keep an open mind. We know that the open relationships and swinger lifestyle isn't for everyone. So if you're unsure about it, feel free not to read any further. Oh no, girl, we're reading on. I've been with my guy for 11 years and we are happily married. We are active swingers and enjoy it very much. As long as everyone is having fun and is respectful of no means no. This goes for guys too. We have some hilarious slash scary slash somewhat disturbing and crazy dates with other couples and parties. Number one, the unexpected silent type. We met this couple online because we've met most of our play partners that way. They are decent looking, seem nice enough, and we agree to meet for drinks first and see how we click. We get to the bar and they get lost for an hour. They text us and let us know they're trying to find it. Seeing as they have smartphones with GPS, oh, that's what I say. We are as confused as they are. We have a few beers and wait. They finally get to the bar. The really strange thing, she won't look up from the floor, never says more than two words, and won't look at my husband in the face. Very weird, as she and I have been chatting all week and texting, and she's perfectly sociable. She suddenly looks up from the bar and mumbles to her husband, and he speaks for her while looking at my boobs and says they are ready to go play. Hmm, look at my husband. He says, why not? We get to the room and start fooling around. She is 
having raging hot sex with her husband. They are shaking the bed and he's really giving it her to her, but she's dead quiet. She makes no sound. None. Not a deep sigh, not a moan. Absolutely silent. Oh God. I look at my husband and we telepathically communicate that this seems very, in all caps, odd. We do not swap partners. We are on separate beds so we can watch them and they can watch us. It was like watching porn on silent, except he's huffing, puffing and loudly enjoying himself. My husband kisses me to stop from to stop kisses me to stop me from laughing and asking awkward question because that's what I do when I'm feeling something's off with people, especially when we're playing and he and I get busy on the other bed and this goes on for a while, man. This is wild. Then they stop like the kind of stopping that one usually associates with a loud, unexpected fart during the deed with a new boyfriend, girlfriend kind of stop. (laughs) Her husband looks over at us and says she just had one of the best organisms she's had in a while. She's not even sweaty out of breath. (laughs) Nothing to indicate she just got laid. They don't check to see if we're done. They just get dressed. And right before they leave, he informs us they like to hang out again. But never when I'm on my period. She says, she never says a word. We never talk to them again. (laughs) Okay. So it says, this is a long one, y'all. Bear with me. Number two, Aunt Flo and her unexpected visit. We totally ruined this one. We go out. We go hang out with a couple at their house. We play cards against humanity, drink some whiskey, and go to the bedroom. We all have a great time. We click really well with this couple. I should let you know at this point, I have endometriosis, and my period slash spotting will show up by surprise from time to time. Oh my God. When we turn on the lights, it looked like a murder scene just happened on all of us and their bed. Thankfully, it was a black comforter. We cleaned up their bed as best we could, and they were nice enough to let us shower. We apologized profusely and never heard from them again. (laughs) Number three, weird and creepy lurker. We are both straight. We make this clear before anything happens when we meet and play with anyone. It's Usually pretty well respected, but some folks. We are at a private house party with a decent mix of guys and gals. Some we know, some we don't. We start getting busy and my husband is getting it on with a very cute blonde next to me. Out of nowhere, this guy who had been watching the action from the doorway, we had just met and played with him before this night, so he knows what we are and and aren't okay with. He just walks over and grabs my guy's junk from behind. When my husband stops and turns to see who grabbed his balls, this guy tries to blow him. Oh, my God. (laughs) To have been a fly on that wall. What the fuck? As we are all adults and do this, and to his credit, my husband gently pushes his face away from his crotch and reminds him he's straight. Like a petulant teenage boy, not a man in his late 30s, he tells my husband, I just figured you'd change your mind when you actually let me do it. You're such a sexy man. Kill the mood and we left immediately. (laughs) Number four, don't eat Mexican before a party. See, this is what I said. I have a friend. This is Lakin talking right here at this point. One of my friends, my bestest friends, she's Cuban. 
I we play we were, I was a bridesmaid at her wedding. We had a great time drinking at the the reception, and they had all this like you know Latin food. And we were planning to go out later on that night. I say, hey, they're like, oh, you want some beans? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't have time to be bloated and, and tooting in the club in Atlanta. But anyways, back to the story. Number four, do not eat Mexican before a party. As soon as we get to a, a big party, we hear some very loud sex noises coming from the bedroom. We get some wine and chat a little and listen to the sounds coming from there. Then we hear a drunken female voice from the bedroom says, I can't please do not let your children listen to this episode. <laughs> I can't have anal tonight. I have Mexican food for lunch. It'll make a huge stinky mix. Oh, <laughs> I already have a stomach ache. All the guys in that room walked out flaccid and laughing. She follows and heads to the bathroom and isn't seen again for about a half an hour. Oh, those are about the craziest ones we've had. Thanks for letting me share. Oh my God. I read like half of this before I read it all to y'all just now. And man, that it is wild. I, I've always heard that Savannah has a big swinger community and how everyone used to go to, uh, what is the place called doubles and literally like exchange business cards and all that. I have never been approached in person uh, about with for to in, be with a couple, but I have been approached online saying, oh, we just want to bring a third in. You're so beautiful. We love to, you know, come in. I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not, I'm not about that life at all. But um, there's always, there's somebody for everybody and there's, there's, some people for all people I, it's just love is love is love I guess but uh, yeah be safe out there in the streets uh if you have any dating stories to share with us make sure you email them to what's shaken with Lakin at gmail.com or dm me at any on any socials whether it's facebook whether it's instagram whether it's tiktok I I actively check all of those uh platforms for messages so yeah just email me something crazy now this is i i don't know this this is a lot to 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 kind of like absorb but um yeah if it gets wider than that definitely send it in or something a little lighter fair you know we'll take that too but yeah dating is wild and this uh dating pool is full of uh, bloody piss so <laughs> let's head and wrap up the show well, thank you so much for joining me this week on What's Shaking with Lakin. I hope you've had a great time. Uh, this was just one of those episodes we're kind of just filling in spots and reliving Fourth of July weekend. Next week, we'll come back with something different. If you have any interest in sponsoring the show or if you have any crazy dating tales or if you'd like to be a part of the show, you know, feel free to contact me and you can email me at what's shaken with Lakin at gmail.com. Hit me up on any of the social medias if you know where I am and let's make this happen. Uh, it is always a pleasure to talk with you. As you as you know, I love talking all things Savannah, but I love talking all things about the world when it comes to music, when it comes to fashion, being plus size, working out, you know, making things work, living the dream, keeping my mental uh, psyche 
somewhat normal and just being the baddest bitch I can be. That is all for me this week. Be safe and I will see you soon. You've been listening to What's Shaking with Lincoln. If you haven't already, please, 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 please give us a quick review and rating on iTunes. And don't forget, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye, y'all.